The Tilted Landshark on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome, everybody, to the Tilted Landshark Podcast, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. What do we do? We talk about the AUDL. What else do we do? We gamble on the AUDL. I'm one of your hosts, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland, and I've got with me Zach Beige, Neutral Walls of Velo. What is up, Zach? Not much, man. How are you doing? It's been a while. We haven't we haven't talked in like a week, haven't we? Yeah, we did. We had a very light week since uh, we had the the bye week before the AU DL playoffs start. Uh, so I mean, you know, for me, it's yeah. it's a uh, horse it's a racing. Very long, never stops. Yeah, you had horse racing. I had absolutely nothing. But yeah, we get ultimate next week. We get football now this week. So things are looking up this fall. I I don't know what to do with myself now that football is back around. Um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's, I, I'm going to be just a big, disgusting Arkansas homer all year. I don't care. That is, that um, is so, Zach, yeah. we got a guest. And as we usual, I'm going to let you introduce this gentleman. Go ahead, Zach. Sure. This is a, someone I could call a teammate. Uh, I can also call him. He was my captain when I played for the Atlanta Hustle. Six-year veteran, straight from uh, Alabama. Roll Tide, I guess, if he wants to say that. Uh, now, officially retired from the AEDL, Kelvin. Kelvin Williams, dude, what's up? Hey, not much. Uh, roll Tide, as always. always oh, okay, yeah. I definitely, <laughs> that was the wrong bait. I put the wrong bait on there. Yeah. Appreciate my, you uh, having me on. My grandfather yeah, went to went on. to Alabama for eight years and majored in Sigma Chi, uh, so he was a huge <laughs> Mama fan. So I'm, even though I'm an Arkansas fan, I'm just used to it at this point. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, but yeah, so the question is, are you retired from the AUDL or are you actually retiring from Ultimate? So this is just an AUDL slash kind of elite Ultimate retirement. I'll still, mm-hmm. um, I'll still to some degree play uh, maybe some club um, at a lower level. I'll definitely play my local leagues and everything with everybody. So yeah. This is just and a, you're, you're still ahead. in Birmingham, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the Ultimate community in Birmingham is pretty close. Uh, like tight-knit and uh, it's, it's a mm-hmm. lot of fun so I'll definitely keep doing that but just retiring from the uh, from the AUDL and 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 you know more of the travel frisbee. So what what made you to d- decide to retire from the AUDL specifically? Did you know this was going to be your last season? Yeah I, I started telling myself uh, at the end of the 2021 season that this would this would be my last go at it. You know it's kind of like a a mind trick I, I I told myself that all year so that it'll actually happen. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, you know, if I if I didn't set like a goal of it, I would just keep keep kind of drifting along. Um but you know, it's it's been a it's been a good long ride and um the last couple of years I've kind of had, you know, just little nagging injuries, you know, that you have to rehab every week and go through the off season and kinda of do it all over again. Um and of course, like I live in Birmingham, so there's a commute aspect 
a plan for the mm-hmm. hustle that I've been doing mm-hmm. for a while now. Um, and you know, we've kind of we've got like a a, a good young wave of talent coming through. Uh, so all all signs felt right to kind of set a set a target date and just stick to it. So where uh, I, I, I feel like I've got a little bit left in the tank, but I think this is a good a good did, time did, to aim. telling yourself that it was the last season that you're going to play like. Could you also use that to like mentally trick yourself into saying like, this is it. Like this is the last, you know, these last games in AUDL, I'm going to go as hard as humanly possible. Like you were able to, to summon a little bit more uh, knowing that this was going to be the last hurrah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely tried to cherish every moment, not, not leave um, too much out on the field. Um, you know, it's, I, I had a goal to uh, play in every game um, this last season, just try to, Love up all the experiences, home games, road games, the the whole shebang. Uh, I ended up taking a couple games off uh, for injury recovery. I mean, I got COVID for a game, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't meet that goal. But yeah, it, it definitely helped kind of keep keep the motivation going. So besides convenience, because you're in Birmingham, and I think when you started playing, your only two options were Atlanta or Nashville. Could have gone down to Jacksonville or Tampa if you wanted to. But you decided to play for Atlanta. What kind of made you choose Atlanta, and what did it mean to you to play for the city of Atlanta and represent them in your professional career? Um, honestly, I so I had played a couple seasons of Ironman in Birmingham uh, at the club level. That, I mean, the two years before Hustle were the only two years I've ever really played club before then. So um, mm-hmm. Matt Smith, Matt Smith was still in Birmingham at the time, and he was a uh, captain for us and. He, of course, made Hustle the first year that it existed. So that second year, he uh, he just kind of told me I should come over and try it out, give it a shot. They were looking for, you know, tall, fast defenders. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I never really, I, like, I just started playing Frisbee, so I never really saw myself playing at that level. But, you know, shout out to Matt for just getting me over there for the tryout mm-hmm. and kind of the rest was history. As far as representing the city, you know, uh, Atlanta has a, long um history of being being you know pretty elite and ultimate going back before the AUDL and the chain days and you know I guess chain wasn't too too far removed from that 09 national championship and a couple of those guys were still left around so just to be able to um kind of be given the opportunity to jump into that culture with you know uh, a story history and try to grow it, it meant a lot uh, for me at that time, especially coming from very, very little Frisbee experience. So this is this is always a hard question, I think, to to think about and kind of put put yourself into this sort of perspective. But what kind of legacy do you think you're leaving behind with the AUDL and with the Atlanta Hustle? Big question. Um, yeah, legacy is I don't know it's. It's tough. I mean, I hope people remember me for being just, you know, a hard worker, competitive, uh, competitive. You know, I'll pretty much do whatever it took to, you know, get the organization to the promised land. You know, that was pretty much my main mission there those last uh, couple of years. Um, and someone that wasn't afraid to make big plays uh, when the opportunity came up in big moments in games. Uh, mm-hmm. Being being just kind of fearless all around. That's hopefully what I'm going to be remembered for. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get into some of these big moments that you had, 
Um, but first, you're part of to me. I mean, I've watched, I played against you, I've played with you. You're an all time block leader for the Atlanta Hustle. You're number one in the grits, number one in our hearts. Um, <laughs> but uh, so that defensive role that you played, I mean, you have the length to play it well. Is this a role that you kind of developed over time? Is this something that like Miranda kind of coached you up through, or did this just fall into your lap? Oh. Uh. Defense, defense has uh, always been in my blood. I guess I, I'm, I came from basketball, and you know I was long and rangy in basketball, so I just always kind of gravitated towards wanting to mm-hmm. play good defense. Um, and so it was kind of a natural transition on that front when I started playing frisbee. Uh, yeah, I had I had goals. I mean, those, those were defense was. Uh, kind of my main goal coming into the hustle. I knew that was what I was going to make the team for, like defensive ability. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I had a goal to lead the hustle in blocks every, every year. Um, That was, that was pretty much my goal every year going in. (laughs) Uh, So it was, it was something that I aimed for and I worked hard to, to try to, you know, get some groundwork under me in that first year or two. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, it it worked out on that front, but <laughs> yeah, I want to say I am not shocked that we have another hustle player with a uh, basketball background. It's like <laughs> the only thing I relate Atlanta hustle to outside of Ultimate is just basketball. Um, yeah, I'm sure you would have been playing rec with those guys if you were staying in town. Oh, for sure. I even toured around with the idea of like just going over for a rec, one of the rec games. Really? Uh, yeah, we had. Some- uh, we had Matt Smith on the show earlier this year, and I think I've asked him the question of like, who wins in a rec AEDL rec league? What team is going to win? Um, in New York Empire, they went viral on Ultimate Twitter. I, my money was going to be on Atlanta because I've seen you guys ball. We've literally had. I remember playing with you guys, and we had an indoor practice to where we actually started running defensive basketball drills as part of, like, frisbee practice, which was a blast. So that team was cultured around basketball. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I have – I don't know about the basketball abilities of most teams around the league, but I know Atlanta would be in the running for sure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> My money's on it. Yeah. <laughs> so with, with Ultimate, do you have anyone that you felt like you modeled your game after? Or, I mean, it doesn't have to be an Ultimate player. It could be, like you mentioned, you have a history in basketball. I mean – are you, are you Dwight Howard? You know what I'm talking about? You know, I, that sort of thing. Uh, just a big defensive monster. Maybe could you shoot free throws a little bit better, but uh, you know, yeah. What, who do you feel like you took the most from to uh, kind of build your ultimate game? Um, as far as ultimate goes, it's probably not a particular person. Um, just growing up, Allen Iverson was my favorite athlete for I mean, he's probably my favorite athlete of all time if I had to just sit down and make a list. But, um, you know, he he was the smallest guy on the court but had some of the biggest heart. So just in terms of how I compete, just watching him growing up, uh, mm-hmm. not really care who he's going up against. He could be going up against Shaq <laughs> or Kobe right. or whatever in the finals, and he was just going to give you the same the same A game that, that he had. So uh, that's kind of – that's kind of a, a influence on my competitive spirit. Somebody like AI, and um, yeah, I just, I just uh, kind of 
throughout my sports career, just not really care who I was playing against. I didn't, I didn't care if I was coming off two years worth of club experience or not. You know, I was if I got the shot, I was going to try to take it. So there you go. And, and then you'd step over them while they were on the ground. <laughs> yeah, That's going to be true. I never did I, you guys both know me as being a big Heat fan, but one of the first jerseys I've ever bought as a kid, two of them, was an Allen Iverson jersey. Because growing up, watching basketball is one of my favorites. I had a Carmelo Nuggets number 15 jersey. That one was just completely random. I have no idea why I had that one, but I can respect AI a lot. You want to hear random? You want the only NBA jersey I, I ever owned? And it was Crystal as a kid. Team. No. As a kid, I had a... Larry Johnson, Charlotte Hornets, number two, Jersey. <laughs> Grandmama driving the lane. That's so old. Yeah. That's the, the upside of being 37 right there. Get, those, <laughs> get to make those references. Yeah. Um, okay, now we could kind of reminisce a little bit, Kelvin. So I'm going to ask you, any games in your, I mean, six-year career? So there's going to be a lot. So you could take some time to think about it. You could have a handful, one game, something that kind of stands out for you that you can kind of reflect on? Yeah, I mean, some of the uh, some of the most memorable games have come, like, on the road, uh, particularly in tough situations. You know, when you go on the road, it's just the 20, 20 to 24 of y'all, however many coaches mm-hmm. you take on the trip. So, you know, that's all you got. And uh, if you can overcome some obstacles on the road and pull out a W, those are – those are good moments. So I think of um, in 2019 when we went up to Indianapolis uh, last year, uh, going up to to Boston for that second game of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, anything could come up travel wise. You run into to traffic delays. Uh, sometimes yeah. you just gotta. Sometimes you just gotta rally together and and, and pull out a W. And we did that. Um, a couple times on the road in the last few years. That's yeah. that's just fun to look back on at the end of the night, at the end of the season. Um, the playoff games, uh, I got to play in a few, uh, two playoff games, I guess, in 20, 2016 and, mm-hmm. and the one last year. Uh, those were fun. You know, that Dallas team, well, first of all, in 2016, we went up and uh, kind of had to, I think we, we were playing Raleigh that first round. I think that game got delayed to the next day, to Saturday, to Sunday afternoon, if I'm not mistaken. And that's another example of just kind of having to come together, <laughs> come together on the road. And we pulled that one out and got to play one of the best AUDL teams of all time in that 2016 Dallas team um, for the South Championship that year. Yeah, y'all competed uh, then, in that game Of course, too. last year we got to go up and play. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. We we were we were throwing punches those first uh, three quarters. Um, yeah, kind of got away from us, but that was that was probably the best shot they took up until that point in the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last year the playoff game against New York obviously didn't work out the way that anybody wanted it to. Uh, <laughs> but just being in that kind of atmosphere, um, it was it was you know all you could ask for. Prime time, good crowd. Uh, a spot for championship weekend. It came down mm-hmm. to an overtime buzzer beater. It, it sucked at the time, still sucks, but <laughs> those uh, mm-hmm. those were real good games to look back on. All right. We have got to take a quick break here at the Tilted Landshark, get a word in from our sponsors. When we come back, 
We'll have more with Kelvin Williams. So stick around. Thinking about joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet the MLB. Plus, WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day and where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. There's so much to choose from and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Ryan, Real Money Kramer will be drafting fantasy football best ball teams for 24 hours straight. The drafting starts today on August 9th at noon Pacific. The crew will be raising money for Daryl, a loyal listener who is injured in a motorcycle accident. You can draft with Ryan and a ton of special guests. All the details at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day. We all like shopping around, trying to find the best prices on our props, on our bets, but there is a tool out there that makes all that shopping easy because it is a one-stop shop. It's called Odds Trader. Now, what is Odds Trader? It's a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can compare all the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game statistics, injury reports, projected game day weather, so bettors can all make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker, so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. You gotta check out odds trader listen it's got all the tools handicapping tools play-by-play updates live scores and bet tracking player statistics key game statistics projected game day weather and that bet tracker that allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity just go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire odds trader it's the number one site for all your game day bets welcome back to the tilted land shark if you're just joining us this is a friggin podcast go back to the beginning what are you doing? You don't have to listen to it all as we do it. Come on. We live in the future. But we are once again here with Kelvin Williams, the recently retired Atlanta Hustle uh, defensive virtuoso, I'm going to say. And listen, I mean, we love having Kelvin here because one thing that you've learned about this pod, if you've been listening. I love the game. I love the hustle, man. We love the hustle here. So we're, we're honored to have a, a hustle great uh, so this is, I, I feel like I'm, I'm asking you all these like big, huge questions that, uh, you know, you, you talk about at like the end of your life, but it's not, you're, you're a young man. You've got plenty of time, but, uh, what, what do you think your great greatest achievement was in Atlanta playing for the hustle? I mean, I, I want to point out that two seasons in a row, you had a 100% completion percentage i just looked that up and i was like man that's that's how you go out on top not throwing away the disc for two straight years <laughs> yeah that that's a big accomplishment for sure uh I'll, i uh you know we preach value in the disc around there so it's nice when it can work out in your mm-hmm. favor and you can can actually live that but probably my biggest accomplishment or biggest achievement um is uh being you know selected as a captain back i guess going into the end of 2019 going into 2020 season um you know like i said you know i'm not i'm not an atlanta guy um so to be able to kind of have that sort of influence from a couple hours away i stayed over uh and you know it 
just kind of um, proved to myself that, you know, I had progressed in my ultimate abilities and ultimate skills enough to the point where, you know, I could have an impact um, at the leadership level of a, of an elite team. That, that was probably my greatest achievement personally. Very nice. Right on. So now all this big question talk, now you have your summers off pretty much. You said you're going to be playing some <laughs> ultimate, but what are you going to pick up now? What, what hobbies? We talked about this before we recorded trying to pick up new hobbies. What are you going to be doing now with your time? Yeah, I'm a, um, I think for the most part, I'm just going to try to let, let a new hobby find me. I know some of the things I used to joke about uh, a couple of years ago was, you know, I may, I could see myself picking up, you know, photography, going out to get a camera and just <laughs> taking some, <laughs> some cool pictures of random things. Uh, I've, uh, for a few years, I've wanted to do like a triathlon. So, okay. I can see myself potentially, you know, really uh, becoming more of an efficient swimmer. I'm not very efficient when I swim, so that's kind of holding me back at this point because I don't trust myself to swim a mile straight. But, you know, <laughs> kind of honing some of those skills and getting yeah. checking the triathlon off the list. Uh, but for the most part, I'm just going to kind of enjoy it for a little bit and mm-hmm. uh, re-familiarize uh, re- myself with what a normal weekend feels like. And uh, uh-huh. <laughs> see, I, uh, what, see what see what finds me. <laughs> when I when I quit playing, that was the biggest thing. Is like I just I what what do I do with myself on these weekends when like you know I should be like in a in a Toyota Camry with like six other dudes you know driving back from three states over you know while someone's like throwing their their front their leg into the front seat from the back because they're cranking <laughs> up and everything you know it's it's the the big thing and also I mean if you're thinking about hobbies going forward I mean Zach and I got really into gambling the ones you have sound really <laughs> way more wholesome I will admit uh, but I was throwing it out there yeah. You're not wrong. Here we are. Now I'm. Now I want to say stuck doing a podcast, but they whoa. stuck me with. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa! I didn't mean to say that out loud. So let, let's talk the the AUDL playoffs for 2022. Who who do you think you like in in each division? So I'm not a real big fan of selecting games to chalk, but. Unfortunately, I think I'm gonna have to follow that <laughs> uh, because I mean, obviously. So you look in um, the East Division. New York has just been so dominant. I I don't really see how you can not favor them in that division. Uh, and in the South Division, Carolina's the defending champs. Uh, Austin's gonna have to go to to Durham. So mm-hmm. you know, Austin's a scrappy team, and the first the first game they played in Durham was. You know, they were in the driver's seat for a while in, in the first part of that game. So it's possible. It's just Carolina's so poised um, and they learn. They're like kind of kind of like a machine. They learn throughout the course of the game. Uh, so that by the time you get to the fourth quarter, it's a real tough task to kind of um, topple them at home. So I got to go Carolina in the South Division. Um, Colorado's look good. I mean – it, it, it would be different if, if Salt Lake had taken a game to them uh, uh, mm-hmm. between the two, but it's kind of hard to see. It's kind of hard to see them being beat. Um, uh, and then, you know, Chicago's also look pretty good in the Midwest. So, like I said, I hate. I'm not. I'm not a chalk guy, but <laughs> yeah, 
it's it's, it's ultimate yeah yeah i mean this <laughs> this entire season has looked like it's just a steady march towards a, a colorado new york uh championship but i mean don't don't you don't have, have to get chalky just because i think it's chalky <laughs> uh who who do you think is going to win it all um so i, I could have been uh misery in the bracket is uh new york and what it could it is a new york carolina rematch possible I thought I saw that. Yeah, so Chicago, yeah. if everything goes chalk, Chicago and Colorado are the 2-3, and then Carolina and New York in the 1-4. So they will okay. play each other in the semis. Carolina and New York will? Yeah, unless like oh. San Diego Salt like I think – I don't know if they reseed after the play-in games. Mm-hmm. If they do, then if like Minnesota or, you know, Salt Lake pull off the upsets – then it won't be Carolina and New York. But everything goes chalk. All the one seats win. It's Carolina and New York in the semifinals. I got you. All right, well, in that case, um, yeah, I do see a, a New York-Colorado final, which at that point I would, I would pick New York. I think, I think New York would be my pick either way. Um, yeah. They, they, just, they just look really good all around. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the, um, and I think, you know, after last year, they'll be motivated to, to kind of take out Carolina. Yeah. Um, and they've got a little momentum around them with the, with the club championship. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their, their club team, Pony's been looking really good so far this summer, too. They've been kind of dominant. So they're kind yeah. of looking like in the uh, 2007 Patriots. Uh, I don't want to jinx their hopes in the finals here, but <laughs> that's that's yeah. how dominant they are for sure. I mean, it's tough to go undefeated. I'm not sure. I know 2016 Dallas went undefeated. I'm not mm-hmm. sure how uh, New York actually did it in night. Was it? Uh, was it? That 19? was that was 19. Yeah, that was the yeah. year before COVID. I think it's not. It's not. It's not often that a team can pull out the undefeated year, but yeah. At this point, if it's they're tough. gonna if they're gonna do it, they're gonna have to. So. But they, they look really good this year. So if mm-hmm. I if I had to put money on it, I would probably ride with the Empire. Okay. I mean, it's a safe bet, but you know, it's <laughs> probably worth looking out to be. So I can't paying, blame paying you. for a lot of juice there with that pick, that's for sure. I will it's say definitely... that, would, that would be a fun like if it is New York, Colorado, that would be a, a fun um right. a yeah. fun game to watch for sure. Right. I would love to see I I could care less about New York and all these other teams, but like an inaugural team like Colorado, who's actually been a lot of fun to watch, um, just because they're so fundamentally sound outside another cut. Um, <laughs> it would actually be pretty fun to see them be in the finals. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun for Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. It's free to enter, and some amazing prizes will be announced soon. Hop in and reserve your spot. Get in over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. They just passed 4 million users and now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over and under game. 
first in any sport. Choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks at the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now for their over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. But, um... Speaking of Colorado, I mean, you guys got to travel to New York last year. Let me ask you this. Have some fun with it now. What were your city, uh, favorite cities to travel to while uh, on the road for the AEDL? Oh, um, I mean, honestly, Austin is always a, a fun city to visit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's just a, it's a fun vibe in that city. Yeah. I wouldn't say we went out a whole lot while we were there. Um, it's usually pretty quick turnarounds, but I've been yeah. there a couple of times. Go to Natty's been there. Um, that's just a fun city. Tampa, Tampa, the city is actually pretty fun to go to. Um, it's kind of like warm weather. I'm, I'm a warm weather guy, so no matter what time of year you go down there. Natural <laughs> uh, summer. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you get some good weather. Obviously, yeah. New York, New York was, um, New York was a blast. Uh, especially with the playoff atmosphere being around it. I think we were up there when um, we stayed in Queens and the U.S. Open was going on at the same mm-hmm. time for, for tennis. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was fun. Um, those, were probably, those were probably the highlights of cities okay. while playing for the Hustle. Now, on, on game day, you've got to get into your mode. You've got to be ready to go out there and dominate. What is on the playlist that gets you hyped up, ready to go. And listen, there is no bad answer because Zach said jazz last week. <laughs> just... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm more of a like pump up kind of kind of guy on game day. So, mm-hmm. you know, more of your fast paced up tempo type stuff. Um, so a lot of a lot of rap hip hop, which was probably led by Little Baby the last few years. I'm a big Little Baby fan, so uh, that's usually that's usually the type of music. Yeah, uh, that some up up tempo Drake, um, future that kind of stuff is what I'm, is what I'm bumping in the car on the way to Atlanta on game day. So it's a, it's an oldie but a goodie. You have to find the re up gang intro from We Got It for Cheap Volume Four. Yes, that is my my ultimate. The Lions cages are now open. That is my hype song of hype songs. <laughs> I realize I'm an old man in comparison to my company here, but I just go back listen to it. It's fantastic. Fantastic stuff. <laughs> Re- relive the early 2000s. Yeah. Hey, if it pumps you up, it pumps you up. Do whatever yeah. your job does. That's right. That's that is <laughs> or, the except, that's right, except for jazz. It, it <laughs> jazz it, it focuses me. It allows me to get in the zone that way, right? Yeah. I don't need the I don't need the, my blood flowing. It's already flowing. Um <laughs> so we'll we'll uh, leave it off with this. The most exciting question on the list here. Pre-game meal, post-game meal. What are you eating? Oh man, I'm so random in my meals on the road. Uh, I usually, 
so all right so we we make a lot of stops at chick-fil-a along the way on the road uh mm-hmm. I, I guess what i eat on the road is different than what i eat for home games but you know i'll i've gone milkshake plenty of times um for lunch on the road before <laughs> before a year game i don't i don't really let, i don't really let types of food hold me back which i've had some you know antoine was on the team last year he's this big health nut he was yeah. frown frown upon a lot of my habits uh when it comes to food <laughs> on game day but um post game i really like to just just kind of pig out a, a good burger um i've gone steak steak and potato after a game before uh i don't really have a go-to meal necessarily but Something, mm-hmm. something hearty, something kind of heavy, is what I usually lean towards. Tournament Saturdays, you just get me to the nearest Chinese buffet. Oh yeah, immediately oh, no. after. Oh dude, oh yeah, only way to do it. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's regrettable probably at some point after that, uh, depending on how hard you go. But I can destroy a buffet after. That's right. After a tournament in, Saturday. in the moment, <laughs> it's still fantastic. Yeah. So Kelvin, you remember Bullet? Yeah. So I played Bullet back when a lot of those like uh, Georgia College guys were on it. JP was on that team before he played Shane. Yeah, yeah. And so I stayed in Kennesaw, and it was like me, JP, and a few others did Chinese buffet up in Kennesaw. <laughs> There's like eight of us that went. I think we were missing four guys the next day because of food poisoning. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no. Ever since then, I've never been able to do Chinese <laughs> buffet during tournament. I don't think I've done Chinese buffet since. Honestly. Did you get it? Did you get no, it? I didn't get uh, it. Okay. They must have. Don't do sushi in a Chinese buffet bar. Just go rice and chicken. Yeah, yeah. yeah not a good call. It's probably would, the thing right there. That would make me a little bit, a little hesitant about the Chinese buffet uh, during the tournament weekend, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we are going to say goodbye to Kelvin. Kelvin, thank you so much for joining, giving us your your take on your on your AUDL life, your AUDL career, your your best hype songs, your love of of post game meets. That all of that great information. We really appreciate you coming and joining us uh, today. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. thank y'all for having me. Yeah, we appreciate. It. All right, we are going to take a quick break here at the Tilted Land Shark Podcast. When we come back, Zach and I got a few more things to talk about, so stick around. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use the promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's 
I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash S-G-P. Welcome back to the Tilted Landshark Podcast. Thanks again to Kelvin Williams, who, uh, you know, got to think he's got a busy media schedule with his, you know, retirement and everything. So mm-hmm. the fact that we're he's the first podcast, tour. yeah, the first podcast that he comes on as a free man, non-AUDL player, we, we definitely appreciate it, you know. Uh, and congratulations to him on a six-year career. That's just, also, that's awesome. Amazing. Yeah, realizing how we're slowly just – if you're from Birmingham and you play in the AADL – Yeah, you will eventually be on, be on the show. He's At the some third point. One, like seven or eight guests that we've had so far. All right, so well, what are we going to do now? We're going to kind of look through the playoff schedule, give a give a quick, quick preview per division. So let's go ahead. Let's get it started, Zach. Let's take a look at the West, which might be – who knows? Maybe the most contentious division here mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Uh, I guess you have your playoff game of San Diego, the fighting Paul Lally's taking on the Salt Lake shred. Uh, winner will play Colorado. Uh, Salt Lake, let's go ahead and say it looked like a, an absolute monster. Uh, granted, against a floundering Portland team, uh, mm-hmm. the, their their last uh, weekend of games. San Diego, San Diego kind of, you know, trending, trended up through the entire mm-hmm. year. Very steady performance. Uh who do you think makes the division, I guess, final to play against Colorado? Yeah, so this is definitely the – I think out of the three, this is the hardest one to pin because this is the only one where I think the one through three can make it to Madison in the final four. Um, I, I mean, Kelvin talked about, you know – when he talked about the Western division in an interview, he talked about it. he wishes he saw Salt Lake put a more fight against Colorado. Um, the same thing goes with San Diego against Salt Lake, but I still think San Diego has a shot at beating Salt Lake. Um, ultimately, I think this is Colorado's division to lose. They'll probably end up playing uh, this may be a dog pick. I won't go too much into it because we'll talk about it. Friday yeah, once, morning. Once we night. have odds and everything, we're going to do another episode to, as so, is tradition, on what our gambling picks will be. Yeah, if the price is right, I mean, I think San Diego is going to be such a fun play here. Having to go to two Salt Lakes, you're going to get more value out of that too. Um, but yeah, this is one of the harder ones to pin because really all three of these teams are capable. Um, I mean, going towards the end of the season, I think San Diego is trending at a better direction than Salt Lake. Because outside of that Portland game, Salt Lake hasn't really looked that well. San Diego pulled off some big wins. They beat Colorado. So this game Saturday night at San Diego-Salt Lake is going to be an entertaining one. Yeah, with this division, I feel like it's Colorado. If it's not Colorado, I'm going to stick my neck out and say San Diego is the one who comes Mm -hmm. out. uh, Comes out and actually makes it to Madison. So next, let's go ahead and we are going to take a look at the Central Division. Uh, your play-in game here is going to be uh, the Alley Cats, Indianapolis, taking on the Minnesota Windchill. It's a tall task for the Alley Cats to not only beat the Windchill, but then beat Chicago, who's been just absolutely lights out as of late. Uh, it's a tall task for Minnesota to beat the Alley Cats and then also beat Chicago. Do you think it's as easy as Chicago winning the uh, Central? I do not. Um, I think it's as easy as Minnesota beating Indy. Uh, sorry, Fletch, and all my other buds who play on that game team. <clears throat> I mean, we remember earlier this year, uh, Indy started off their game at Minnesota with like a crazy greatest by Carter and then go on to lose 29 or 28 to 13. 
So I think this division has always been set up for a Minnesota versus Chicago game. Um, that's why those three games earlier this year mattered a lot because who's going to have home field advantage? Um, I think by the time it gets to Minnesota-Chicago, that game could be a toss-up. Chicago being at home and having these two re- two weeks rest kind of gives them the upper hand. Um, so that's where I'm at. I don't think Indy really stands a chance going to Minnesota. Uh, they had a great season, very fun to watch, very fun to bet on, you know, at home. So I'm going to go probably end up taking Chicago to come out of this division. So, yeah, so far I'm chalk. I'm going to – it's it's ultimate. It's ADL, Frisbee, chalk. But, you know, keep an eye out for the spreads. But, yeah, I, this Indy-Minnesota game, the lines may came out come out where Indy is only two or three-point dogs. I think Minnesota has a shot to blow them out like they did earlier this year. So. I, I kind of honestly lean lean the same way that you do with uh, the some of the the Indy Minnesota game. I'm really on the fence. I really don't know yet what direction mm-hmm. I go with a with a uh, Minnesota Chicago game though. I, yeah, it, it, I, as we- it might come down to weather. It might come down to wind. It might come down to who's playing. It's uh you know I feel like those are two pretty evenly matched teams. It could it could be a matter of we see Minnesota beat Indy by fifteen goals and we're like wow Minnesota's going to go to Chicago and rock their world too. Right. So we'll have to see how this weekend plays out. We'll see how well Minnesota plays, and then the following weekend will be easier to pinpoint. Now our last play in game it comes out of the East, and I can already I mean I think you already know who I'm going to be on here, but it's mm-hmm. Philadelphia, the Phoenix taking on DC, the Breeze, uh, and and what should be. I mean, if the regular season is any indication as to how good this game is going to be, then this is the must-watch game this Saturday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think think this is going to be the best game of the weekend, I think. Um, Also, what's crazy about this is if you look at the futures, let me pull them up real quick. Um, If you look at the futures, you know, the odds to win it all, you got New York, I think, was at minus 300, which is, you know, at this point, you're laying a lot of juice, and it'll just get bigger and bigger as the playoffs go on. But if you look at the rest of the juice, they have DC at 35 to 1. I tweeted this out earlier this week. DC to win it all at 35 to 1. Now, I think it'll be a fun game. Philly does have a shot to beat DC, but say DC does move on and say DC, you know, does pull off an upset. New York chooses this game to be their worst game. DC chooses this game to be, you know, their game of the year. And now they're in Madison. I think if they're in Madison with Chicago, Carolina, and Colorado, they're still one of the best teams in the playoffs. So to get them at 35 to 1 just to try to pull one upset against New York, I think it's a lot of good value. If you guys haven't put any money on any futures yet, there's nothing really too appetizing. Chicago plus 700 could be fun, but DC at plus 3,500 before they go up against New York, I think it's the best bet you can make. What's Philly at? Philly is at 150 to one. If you can't see me right now, I'm I'm shrugging and making a face like, hey, why not? Hey, why not? It could be fun. Um, This is not financial advice, by the way, guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. No, I, I mean, I, I still believe in this Philly team, even though they've had the tough losses. I think they're the team that comes out of this game to play New York. Um, okay. 
I'm not sure if they've got enough to to beat New York. It sure would be sweet uh, if we did have that sort of upset in the AUDL. Mm-hmm. I think that would be that would be a really cool thing for the league. However, I don't think it happens. I think I think New York gets through, but they get through playing uh, the underdog Phoenix very closely. Yeah, which will also be a fun game. That, I mean, Philly's got a good team. I yeah, mean, they have every right to make a run for of themselves. Trying to get to Madison, just gotta ha- gotta see the the mental toughness to to win those games late. Is is you know, mm-hmm. and we we've talked to James Paul. We know, you know, I'm a fan of the Philly team, but I, I think that's the one thing that that really has kept them back is just having the mental toughness to put a game away. Don't forget the uh, party bus going up to DC too. They oh yeah, Philadelphia party bus. Yep, where it is, Meek Mill. Meek Mill is going to be on that party bus. This this Philly team is so hot right now. They have the Eagles fan base, thirty thousand of them showing up to their uh, training camp, Philadelphia Eagle training camp. That's what the Phoenix is doing to the city of Philadelphia. That's right. That is all due to the Phoenix. Let's not forget. <laughs> all right, and now moving on, we have our. Uh, there's no play in game. It is just straight up win, and you're mm-hmm. on the road to Madison. We've got in the South Division, Austin taking on Carolina and I'll tell you what just right now I'm going to say it give me Austin give yeah. me Austin Austin so this game Austin, Austin this game is two weeks away which I mean this game along with Chicago and probably Minnesota they need to get Colorado versus the winner of the other playing game and then New York versus either Philly or DC like this weekend will be fun to get your three games but the next weekend before Madison is going to be a hell of a weekend. Um, yeah, I think at the price is right. I think taking Austin this game could be a fun little sweat for your Saturday night. I mean, they're going to stay in at the end. I mean, every time Austin and Carolina have played twice, I mean, it was only twice this year, but they've been close games all the way up until the end. You've seen the kind of fight Austin could put up when they played against Atlanta, that comeback, the 7-2 fourth quarter comeback. So, yeah, um, uh, we are. We had Steven Naji on the show uh, previously. Soul brother number one, Steven Naji. Yes. Uh, wouldn't be opposed to bringing him back before they play Carolina to kind of get his take um, going into the weekend. But he's got those guys ready to play, even in a game against Tampa to clinch a playoff spot. Like you think, oh, uh, they they pretty much have it virtually clinched, and then they go on to beat them thirty to ten. I mean. Austin's I mean, for real. I'll tell you, I mean, I, I don't know how it was for you during our interview with, with Coach Najee, but for, for me, it was like, yeah, I believe it. I, I believe everything that he is mm-hmm. telling me. Like, I, I don't – I can't fathom that he's got a player on that Austin team that's not 100% bought in to the, to the Steve Najee process. Exactly. So, yeah, this, this is going to be a fun game. Um, I'm not going to pick a winner just yet. I do think Austin does have a fair shot at it, though. All right, riding the fence, just like I'm kind of riding the fence in the Central where I don't know who's going to win Minnesota and and Chicago. But that is it for our little division-by-division breakdown of the playoffs. We'll be back later this week, of course, with with full in-depth gambling picks because, I mean, that's just what we do. (laughs) That's what I do! (laughs) So, we've been power-ranking some shit each episode. Mm -hmm. Zach, what are we power ranking this week? 
We're actually power ranking ultimate teams this time and not like cities Woo. or music or anything. Yeah, we're back on the uh, legitimate power rankings. I think this would be a good one to do. So we are power ranking the top five teams we are excited to see next year that did not make the playoffs. Um, I kind of left it open-ended. It's not top five teams we think could make the playoffs next year. They didn't make it this year. It's top five teams that you think that's foreshadowing, by the way. Top five teams you're most excited about next year that are not in the playoffs this year. All right. You Go want ahead. me to start? Yeah. yeah. Number five. Number five, uh, a team that comes from an ultimate town. I'm going Madison. Um, I, I think this was a down year. This should have been them in the three seed. No, not really. Indy deserved it. But typically you see Madison in the playoffs year after year. You think given the central three bids would have put Madison in there. They're always going to have talent. They're always going to have an awesome crowd. Um, wouldn't doubt that they will probably be in the mix for next year. So it's fun. I mean, also, we don't know what we're going to get out of a Madison team, which is always fun, right? So that's my number five is Madison. My number five, the LA Aviators. Uh, mm-hmm. They're in a tough division, but I think, what, I think a four and five record at at the end of the season i I, that not a bad finish like they 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 played strong against strong teams uh they won games they shouldn't have they lost games they should have won also i mean if you think you know think of some of my picks uh where i thought they were gonna win and didn't win but uh yeah i I think i don't know it seems like la it seemed you know new york on the east coast the big the big media market they've got a good team i feel feel like la la should have a big time ultimate team too yeah, um, I believe they they were uh, they were going to be an honorable mention. Um, but yeah, they're a team that also got hit with injuries as they were getting hot, getting exciting, and they kind of like they pulled off. I call it an upset over Oakland towards the end of the year. So, I mean, yeah. they're going to be very young and youthful going into next year. So, yeah, I do not. I'm not opposed to that at all. Who's your um, number four? My number four is. And if I had to do a power ranking, I'm bad to say with uh, Kelvin being on our pod today, but if I had to do a power ranking for also most disappointing seasons, my number four is the Atlanta Hustle. And the reason why I have them at number four for the teams I'm most excited about next year is the fact that Kelvin brought it up. I think you're going to see some changeover from some of the older guys, but they have a new youth wave yeah. coming through. Um Hayden, I forgot his name. I play. I know his name's Hayden, but he has a pretty complicated last name. Uh, out of Georgia, who uh, Yolsenik from Raleigh, who's their main handler, tweeted at him today saying, "If you're not watching this guy right now, get ready. He's going to take the country by storm." I mean, he's going to be probably the guy for the next year, along with probably Bobby Way. He's already kind of taken a big handler role towards the end of this year. Uh, but yeah, like Kelvin said, there's a big youth movement going through Atlanta. Um, so it's kind of exciting to see what they're going to look like next year. Cause again, I think we may see quite a bit of roster ch- uh, turnover in that team. So my number four, you already had them at number five was the Madison radicals. Uh, I mean, I think the reason I have them as teams I'm excited about next year is because I don't feel like there's any way that they don't have a rebound year next year. That's, that's the best mm-hmm. way that I can, that I can phrase it. So we've already talked about Madison. Let's go ahead and move on. Number three, who do you got? I've got Oakland. Um, kind of a tough way how they uh, ended their season with the road trip last year. 
but before it's still this year, isn't it? I don't know why I'm saying last year. Uh, but before that road trip, they were five and one, and we were liking them a lot. They went to LA, played them close, kind of struggled against San Diego in that first half. Um, but you take those two games away, they finished the season five and one, and that team was clicking. Uh, so it would have been fun to see them play in a longer season and see how they would have ended up in the West Division. But for next year, this one will have to wait. That's my number three. Number three for me, the Portland Nitro. Um, Okay. Mainly because I think we saw glimpses of what they could be at the beginning of the season. And if they're able to to do that for an entire season, it's going to be a wild West division next year. Yeah. I mean, too, it's interesting to see what they could do for Leandro to keep that offense afloat. I mean, yep. they look so good to start the season and they were doing something right. Right, they played Colorado very close to start the season. They offense looks dominant at times when Leandro's just doing his thing. They got to put more talent around him. So yeah, I'm on board with that. All right, um, num- number two, number two, the Boston Glory, uh, which is kind of my dark horse for this because I think they could be a legitimate playoff team. Um, I think they had a higher ceiling than they showed this year because of injuries. And just really tough spots. So give them a you know a little reset button. Let them get all their guys back and healthy. You never know in the AEDL. I mean, all these guys have day jobs. Some people have to move. You don't know who's going to come to Boston next year. So potentially they could look really good. They could be you know a playoff team next year if the AEDL keeps the same format and take that three seed. All right, for me, number two. I love the game. I love the hustle, man. I, I'm with you. Uh, you know, it could be one of the more disappointing seasons in the AUDL this season, but I, I think the Atlanta Hustle are going to rebound. Like you said, like mm-hmm. like Kelvin pointed out, like you just said, that there's a little bit of a youth movement. I'm excited to see what the young hustle, what baby hustle can do uh, can do next year. Yeah. Um, did you say Oakland yet or no? I haven't said Oakland yet. Oh, I thought we were going to have to say number one for a second, but... My number one, if they are a franchise next year, according to Evan Lepler, the Detroit Mechanics. Woo! Spicy. <laughs> Spicy number take. one. I just want to see them win a damn game. <laughs> and that's all I care to see. I mean, that's the only like that's the only reason why they're at number one is when they when they win this game, they will be trending on Twitter. We'll make sure they're trending on Twitter if they can win this game. Yeah. Wow. That's, I like it. I like it. I went different with my number one. I think everyone knows where I went, but my, my favorite, uh, 1950s New York street gang. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Hey, Oh, 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 oh Hey, Oh, oh, oh. All we're right playing, we're playing ultimate here. Uh, the Oakland spiders. Yes. I think that just the way that they finished the season, I think that the the Spiders, just depending on what the personnel looks like next year, that is my dark horse to win the West next mm-hmm. year. The Oakland Spiders. You hear me tapping for Lock it in. emphasis. Lock it in. Hey, they're they could just that Bay Area could be a change of heart. Maybe they buy into the AEDL. I think that's the only thing holding Oakland back is the Bay Area buying into professional ultimate. Um, yeah. yeah. 
not going to go there in this podcast, but sometimes it could get a little political and ultimate. But if they can get the Bay Area to buy in, that will be a team that will compete in the West year after year after year, like they used to back yeah. when they were the flamethrowers. Back when uh, they were San Jose. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, again, let's see if they get a couple more players to come in. That would be, they will be a good team for sure. All right, that concludes our power ranking. And what can I say? AUDL playoffs are upon us. This is exciting. We've got the play-in games this weekend. Zach and I are going to be back on Thursday to talk. Well, you'll get it on Friday, but we're going to record it on Thursday to talk about the the best bets for the playoffs this weekend. Oh, Zach, you have any parting words for the people? We we got a special guest next – or this uh, Thursday, Friday, do we? That's right. We got Has it SGP. been confirmed yet? Yes. Yes, sir. He just, Literally, while we were recording, he just sent me a message to confirm. Uh, we have SGPN royalty. Rod Via Gomez join us, ladies and gentlemen, to make picks for the playoffs. Uh, Rod did an amazing job filling in for me while I was on vacation as the host, but he didn't get a chance to do a week of picks, so we're making sure he gets to do that, and the way that we're doing that is with the playoffs, baby. Playoffs. Yes, we can welcome I, him to some ultimate. I don't have the sound drop, so I'll just do it myself. Playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah, love it. There we go. I we'll don't have know. to find that. Yeah, I'll have to. I that one hundred percent will be on the to do list before we record <laughs> next time. I feel like there's only one thing left to say, folks. And that's hammer or you're nothing. Thanks for tuning in.